This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Right now we are honored to be joined. I'm in the studio. By the way, in studio for Sid is the owner of Red Apple Media, John Katzmatidis, a great guy. He owns WABC Radio, of course. And uh, so he's going to join us, uh, join me in this interview with our next guest, who is the congresswoman from Staten Island and parts of Brooklyn, a great, a proud Greek-American. Her name is Nicole Maliotakis. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Bernie. Good morning, John. No, see, she's not a Greek-American. She's a Greco-Cuban. Uh, that's right. Just... Uh, you know, we talked to uh, Tony Orlando, and he's a greek rican It must like, those Greek men must like those Latin girls. <laughs> and with good reason, I would say. Uh so, Nicole, uh, let's talk about Greek Independence Day. Obviously, the Greeks got their independence from the Ottoman Empire uh, a couple of centuries ago, but it's still a source of pr big, huge pride for the Greeks these days. Absolutely. I mean, um, when, you, when you look at uh, even what's going on with Ukraine today, uh, these countries, you know, they want their sovereignty, willing to fight for their sovereignty and for their freedoms and for democracy. And uh, Greece uh, is such a, a good example um, and, and John and I, I know, uh, feel the same about this. We're very, very proud of our Greek heritage. Um, but, you know, even, even today, that sovereignty of Greece is, is, is sometimes threatened when you see aggressive actions by Turkey and the Greek islands. And as a member of the Foreign Affairs Committee, um, certainly I've been very vocal about my concerns. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we are very proud today. It is a great day for all Greek Americans. Uh, and the Greek diaspora around the world, um, because uh, Greece has set an example uh, for the world in terms of uh, democracy, uh, and it is something that so many countries, unfortunately, hope for and pray for, such as my mother's homeland of Cuba. They also want their freedom. Uh, they don't want to live under communist rule. And so uh, there's so many people that envy um, what the Greeks have, what the Americans have. And we all, must always remember that because, unfortunately, there are those who want to change this country from within. Uh, and, and it is up to those of us who are freedom-loving people to push back on those policies that would try to change this country for the worse. Absolutely. Uh, Nicole Maliotakis on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katsimatidis. Uh, Nicole, to that end, uh, the and talking about immigrants, uh, John and I were talking last half hour uh, the president is in Brussels embarrassing himself left and right, feeble and cranky and indecisive and saying things he shouldn't be saying. But one of the things that he, uh, the policy that he laid out go going forward is that the United States will take in 100,000 uh, uh, Ukrainian refugees, which seems to a lot of people to be a very paltry number. And John and I were sur surmising that it's because they may vote Republican in this case, just like the Cuban people. Mm. Yeah, it, it does seem that his policy toward immigration changes, right, when it comes to uh, those who may be uh, conservative-leaning constituencies. Uh, we saw what he, what he did to the Cubans, saying they were going to be sent back if they came to the United States. Uh, and, and, yes, it is a low number. Um, I do believe the NATO countries do need to also share the burden, so perhaps that's part of the reason. 
But what I will say is that I have a large Ukrainian uh, population in my district, and they are longing to reunite with their relatives. In fact, we are uh, helping a, a couple right now. Uh, they should be arriving today uh, from Moldova, a, a, a husband who is a U.S. citizen, wife who is a Ukrainian citizen. They were staying in Ukraine as they waited for uh, her visa to be approved. It's been over a year. We intervened. We were able to get them uh, processed in Moldova, and they're, they're going to be coming home to the United States today, back to Staten Island, which I'm very happy about. We're also helping other relatives, senior citizens who are parents of another constituent um, who is going to be processed in Israel, uh, because as you know, the Ukrainian embassy is closed, and so we have to get their files transferred. So, you know, my office, and I hope other members of Congress, are helping to reunite these uh, individuals, particularly those uh, who have American families here, we should be trying to do as much as we can to help bring those Ukrainian refugees to reunite them. And Nicole. you know those Ukrainians hate communism and they hate socialism, so I'd rather bring a million more of them here than just 100,000 of them. Yeah, well, John, and it's interesting. I think a lot of immigrants right now are very afraid of the policies of the Democrats. I have a very diverse district, and I can tell you, the Chinese community... Korean community, Egyptian community, Syrian, Lebanese communities, all very concerned with what the Democrats are proposing. They've seen this movie before in many ways. Uh, so it's not just, uh, you know, Ukrainians and Russians who, as you say, have fled communism, lived under Soviet Union rule, and don't want to go back to that, uh, but also the Latino community. They're concerned about, you know, family values, about what they're teaching our children in schools. They're concerned about crime. We saw numbers turn out for Curtis Sliwa in this mayor's race from the Hispanic community and the Chinese community that we hadn't seen before. Uh, and we also saw it in the presidential race last year. And, so you know, the Latino people, attention. the Latino people are very religious, very religious people. And I don't know why the Democratic Party uh, in the last few years, the last five years, 10 years, ever since President Obama has become anti-religion. And, I mean, that's horrible. Why? People need something to pray to. People need something to believe in. People need hope. And, and, and that's what it's about. Now, let me tell you, let me ask you one more question, uh, uh, Nicole. Uh, how your father was Greek and he was an immigrant. I think you know, your mother is Cuban and she was an immigrant. Tell me, tell me how they met. <laughs> well, it's a quintessential New York love story, right? They met here. Uh, and, and there was an older gentleman that they both knew, and it was a matchmate. And uh, so, so, you know, I, like I say, it's a quintessential love story, both people coming from different parts of the world to live their American dream under very different circumstances. My father came here for, you know, opportunity um, to have a better life, uh, to have a family with, you know. And my mom came here as a refugee fleeing communism, wanting freedom and wanting liberty. Uh, but together they did achieved their American dream. They, they, they owned a small business. Uh, they were able to purchase a home. And that's what we want to give for future generations. And, and what we're seeing under democratic policies is that American dream slipping away. They have a war right now on the working class. It is harder to get by in the city, becoming more expensive every day because of the mandates, the regulations, the taxes to keep squeezing the middle class and driving them out of our city. Uh, and we're going to lose our middle class in New York City uh, if we continue to allow this one-party rule that has implemented ridiculous policy after one uh, after ridiculous policy. 
Nicole Maliotakis, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis. By the way, Nicole is running for, again, re-election. She's up in November. Her website is NicoleForNewYork.com. You have to go there and help Nicole out. She's running against this uh, weasel, Max Rose, who actually ran, who actually marched with Black Lives Matter in front of an, an NYPD police precinct. Pretty disgusting, but that's the guy she's running against. So go to NicoleForNewYork.com. And, Nicole, uh, uh, one other thing you're doing for New York regarding this Ukraine thing, of course, uh, well, of course, gas prices have been rising because of Joe Biden's energy policies, anti-energy policies here in, in the United States. Now it's the war in the Ukraine. So you, along with uh, Congressman Zeldin, are proposing that the that New York State cut cut out the gas tax. Where do we stand on that? Yeah, well, first and foremost, we want President Biden to ramp up domestic production. You know, they're, they're, you know we're making much less than what we were producing in 2019 at our height. And so there's opportunity for growth here. But these guys are so obsessed with, uh, you know, climate, which, by the way, I don't see how importing Russian oil or Venezuelan oil is, is better for the climate. We need diversification, all, all for clean, renewable energy. But we need to ramp up traditional sources right now. And, and that, I think, is the first and foremost thing the president can be doing to lower the gas prices. And I know John and I have talked about this before. The other thing is, for, for relief, the state can uh, see, can stop its collection of its gas tax. We have one of the highest gas taxes in the nation, and you know, 33 or 35 cents a gallon uh, would be a big relief for everyday people who are just struggling to get by, fill their tanks, to drop their kids off at school, run their errands, and go to work. Um, but, but in addition to that, and I'm glad you brought up the issue of Max Rose marching with the defund the police movement. I want to say one other thing that we've been working on. Um, I went to Washington and said I was going to fight for more resources for our NYPD. And in the defense, defense bill that we recently passed, I was able to secure $3 million for our NYPD for its canine unit, for forensic equipment, and for its um, protective equipment to keep our officers safe. So we all have a part to play uh, in, in, in making New York a safer place, but also an affordable place to live. And I hope that the politicians in Albany will finally do something to fix this ridiculous bail law. It, it needs to get repealed. It has been a disaster. It's led to crime skyrocketing. Thousands of people have been released and then went on to commit thousands of more crimes. And yet they keep saying there's nothing wrong. I, I just, I, it's unimaginable to me that they, they, say, they continue to say this. And by the way, that's the other reason why immigrant groups are going to vote Republican this year, because they see how they're less safe as a result of these policies. Plus uh, the fact that, uh, and you're part of the, the fight against this, which is this, uh, Eric Adams is still hell-bent, uh, like de Blasio, on closing Rikers Island and putting jails in, in our communities in the five boroughs. You're leading the fight against that as well. Yeah, and that's the other thing that was the difference between Max Rose and I. Uh, he supports building jails in the boroughs and closing Rikers. I do not. And this is a big issue where you see Chinese Americans filing lawsuits uh, against building one in downtown Manhattan. Uh, you are seeing uh, uh, you know, the Hispanic community in the Bronx shouting from the rooftops, talking about how they don't want a jail in their community. And the same thing in downtown Brooklyn. Nobody wants a jail in their community because they know it's going to attract crime. And with people being arrested and re-released at the pace that they are in this city, 
um, certainly that's going to bring bad actors to their neighborhood. But in addition to that, Rikers is perfect where it is. It's on an island for a reason. And when we had multiple inmates try to escape, they didn't, were unsuccessful because they were on that island. Exactly. What I believe they and what, somebody is, said they want to put alligators around Rikers Island. Yeah, but the waters are so, so rough, the alligators can't even survive. That's, the waters are great, perfect, ideal. The, the, the notion that you want to close Rikers Island is the dumbest thing to come down the pike in years. Yeah, use the money that you wanted to spend to build the jail, to rehab the buildings, retrofit the buildings, modernize and make them safer, add more staff, uh, and make it more humane for the inmates and safer for the officers. That's what needs to be done, and I've been saying that since I ran for mayor in 2017. Nicole Maliotakis, you are a terrific congresswoman from Staten Island and parts of Brooklyn. Uh, NicoleForNewYork.com. The guy running against Nicole marched with Black Lives Matter in front of a, a, a new NYPD police precinct. He was down with the defund the police movement, as Nicole just laid out. You have to go to NicoleForNewYork.com and help Nicole Maliotakis return to Congress. Nicole, happy Greek Independence Day, and thank you for appearing on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis. Great to be with both of you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.